Thank you for tuning in to Detail Memories. This episode is brought to you by Rotafest and Zenware. Rotafest is the most powerful mobile invoicing software designed for auto detailers and recon professionals on the market today. More than just a mobile invoicing app, it gives you a complete suite of tools to manage your business. Yes, it has a mobile app designed for the iPhone and Android to decode the VIN and create an invoice in the field. But it also includes integration with QuickBooks, customer management tools, text and email reminders, reports, and now inventory management is included in this powerful suite of tools. Learn more about Rotafest at rotafest.com. All right, good day, gents and ladies, and welcome to another episode of Rotafest Detail Memoirs. Of course, it is Christmas, and uh, we're having lots of fun. My name's Jody. I'm Rod Pusey, and this is our last live recording, live I don't know, are podcast. we doing next one? Well, maybe next, next week. week. Maybe so, next week. This is our last <laughs> of the Before Christmas podcast. Uh, before we get started, I want to remind everyone, please... Go to our YouTube channel, like and subscribe. That helps us to be able to provide more people with this stuff, like our guest today, Mike Hoekstra. So, Mike, how are you doing yeah, today? Not too bad. Just uh, enjoying another 20-degree day in North Dakota. Yeah, well, you can have that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Idaho, we don't know what we're doing. It was uh, it was freezing a couple days ago, and it was 45 at the next day. So we, we're not sure whether we're going to go to winter or spring yet. So. It's crazy. I mean, last night we took our kids up to Bogus Basin to go skiing, and um, we haven't taken them for like 11, 12 years. It's been a long oh, wow. time since we adopted our, our kids, right? And the first time we went there 12 years ago with our kids from Haiti – they were like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was yeah. just like shivering. You know, they went from 85 degrees in 80 to freezing Idaho cold on February 1st. And, uh, you know, last night we got out and since she goes, oh, it's cold. <laughs> but we had a great time. So awesome. Yeah, it's, it's that time of year. So we're we're super excited to have you. You and I have been chatting on uh, Facebook for a little bit. I've been yeah. following your growth as a business owner. And so I'm like, man, here's a guy. And then here's, here's the fun thing. I was, you know, I was looking at your auto massage logo on your, on your website and stuff. You're like planes, trains, automobiles, boats, <laughs> mermaids. You know, you seem to be really trying to do everything. And, huh. and I think, you know, I want to talk about, you know, how you got started, how you're defining your niche, because I think as you've launched – you, you told me that you're narrowing down your niche to better serve your market. So let's start from there. Um, as far as how I got started, it was very uh, a very expensive hobby about five years ago that I started uh, <laughs> digging into the rabbit hole. Because um, I, I don't ever trade off vehicles. So my uh, car then was on its 10th year. And it's like, well, let's you know, spruce it up a little bit. And, um then fast forward to uh, last year, 2020, um, I worked as a production painter and I was a mm -hmm. supervisor and a production lead um, for a manufacturing company here. <clears throat> and uh, oil tanked out. They did a lot of oil field business. Um, and after four rounds of layoffs and getting down to um, my 18 people that you know we had to keep, I was told they're going to get furloughed. And uh, mm. two weeks into their furlough, I get text messages saying, hey, we just got laid off. And, 
you know, I was the only uh, person left on my team uh, at the time. And, you know, I looked at my wife and I said, you know, should I start my own business? Because I could be next in the chopping block, uh, the way things were going. So um, July 1st last year, I started auto massage and uh, just kind of been, I worked part-time up until March of this year, uh, continuing to do the uh, production paint thing and uh, help on that side. And then, uh, you know, so I at least had a solid income that I could count on every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this last March, uh, when the phone started to ring off the hook, I had to, you know, decide who my master was going to be and uh, dove head first into detailing and, uh, you know, this business. And I've been going solid ever since. That's great. That's great. That's that's a lot of that. I mean, <clears throat> we have a similar story. Ours was, you know, 12 and a half years ago, but the company we uh, worked at before they were going through some furloughs and some layoffs. And we decided this is ridiculous. We can do this better than they are. And so, you know, now 12 and a half years later, we're, we're still going. So absolutely good for you guys. Yeah. You know, it's, it's quite a journey building a business and especially taking that leap because I remember mm-hmm. when I went in and we were going through all the chaos of, you know, the other software company and I went in and I was just talking to my wife about it and she goes, just do it. I go, what do you mean? She goes, just do it. You've been talking about creating your own business for a long time. Just do it. I'm here. We'll do it together. And, you know, to hear you, you know, be able to have that discussion with your wife and go, all right, what, what do you think? You know, and because it, then it becomes a team effort. Mm-hmm. Right? right. And I think that's real critical. Go ahead. Yeah. My, my bride has been, uh, she's my biggest cheerleader, my biggest advocate. Um, you know, she and I are both very much uh, all or nothing people. Um, if we decide to do something, we're all in and we go for it. And uh, I'm incredibly blessed to have her support uh, through all of this. Um, you know, she contributes ideas. Um, she had a really good idea this last May. Um, I did a May is for Moms promotion. Um, our neighbor uh, at the time that lived behind us uh, is just a brilliant florist. So, you know, she came up with an idea, you know, let's do 10% off for mom's car. And then, you know, we'll have Briar bring over a, a bouquet of flowers and, you know, they get a bouquet of flowers for mom um, <clears throat> at the same time. And it w- worked really well as a, a cross promotion for uh, my neighbor, um, the florist, and then myself. And it was a huge success. And that's, that was my wife's idea. Yeah, that's a great, I think people don't, um, some people don't think they're creative. We've heard that from people all the time. Like, I'm not creative. I can't think of that stuff. But some of that stuff doesn't take a lot of creativity. It just takes uh, brainstorming. You know, how can I get something else involved? How can I get somebody involved? And I know that, um, you know, that's how most of the cars and coffee or cars and donuts or any of those kind of things. We know several detail shops that have a, a Saturday where they will do, you know, come in and we'll show you how to do the maintenance on your own vehicle. And, um, you know, some of those things, they help bring in a lot of business. Right. Yeah. So as you look back, I mean, you're what, uh, nine months into making the big leap. What has been the biggest challenge you have faced as you've built the business? 
Um, well, a couple things. Um, first and foremost, I guess, is um, my pricing structure is much higher uh, than other people in the area. Um, I'm probably 30% higher than the dealerships, 50% higher than uh, car washes. I'm double the price of other detailers in my area. Um, but, you know, overcoming that aspect and then, you know, giving people the value um, that they're paying for, you know, you're, if you're going to pay me twice the money that um, you're going to pay a dealership or another detailer, for example, um, that value has to be put in there. Um, so delivering quality work and um, and that aspect, that's kind of the, been the biggest challenge. Uh, another part was uh, where I live, uh, it's a rural development. So I had a quarter mile of gravel up to my house um, mm-hmm. where my shop is. So that's a huge deterrent for some people um, for, you know, especially yeah. in the spring, you know, it's sloppy, it's muddy or whatever outside. So uh, that's probably the biggest hurdle that I had to overcome. Uh, and then just space wise, um, I lost, I didn't get a couple of boat jobs this year because I didn't have a space big enough to accommodate the boat. So, um, you know, as you fail, you learn from those failures and you try to uh, figure out a solution to the problem and work around it best you can. And that's, you know, what led me up to getting this, uh, my new shop. That, yeah, and that's. I think that you know, you say you, you say as you fail. I think people, they look at those stumbling blocks or those hurdles, and a lot of people let them define them. Um, you know, I've seen people that have talked about a, a hurdle or something that was a, a <clears throat> tripping point for them for years, and instead of looking at it as a challenge and how we overcome this, you know, and 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 it's it's. Uh, I think it's a hundred percent attitude at that point of, okay, there's a, there's something I got to overcome. What do I need to do? Um, Yep. And it's much the same, uh, you know, troubleshooting a car, whether it's a, a spot on the interior or something on a convertible top or something in the paint. Yep. It's like, how do I overcome this problem? And I know that, you know, <clears throat> you and I talked earlier and you, you, you know, you come from a painting background. There's a ton of opportunities to come up with stumbling blocks in the painting world. It's like, mm-hmm. how do I fix this run? How do I fix this scratch? You know, there's yep. this custom mixed paint. How am I ever going to match that? You know, and I've seen yeah. people do all kinds of creative things to overcome those challenges and business is the same way. You know, I look at, uh, I look at business the same way years and years and years ago. um, uh, (laughs) I was a ASC certified mechanic and troubleshooting something. A lot of times people go for the most difficult scenario, right? You got a problem with the car, it won't run and they're automatically it's, ah, the motor's bad, you know, or, oh, it's this Mm -hmm. really expensive piece when a lot of times it's not, it's a $5 sensor. It's some kind of a really simple solution. It's, it's really hard to, um, you know, especially as you become more educated, uh, you know, particularly myself, you know, the last year I spent a lot of money on education doing this, but, uh, even painting, the more knowledge you gain, sometimes it's real easy to overthink those problems and then just come back, find, you know, oh, hey, let's get back to basics here for a second. And, oh, hey, you know, it's just a plugged air hose or a bad air fitting or yep. painting. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So one of the questions, I want to go back to something you said. Um, 
because I think a lot of business owners struggle with this and that's you are very confident in saying my prices are double than everybody else in the market. Right. So how are you one, you know, educating your customer of why your value is worth X dollars and two, how are you, you know, selling that? And where did you find that confidence to go? You know what, this is my price and this I'm sticking to it. Um, it's knowing what your value is. Um, I, I think the other people in town could raise their prices to be frank. Uh, you know, dealerships and um, car washes are always going to be uh, lower priced because um, it's just the nature of the business. You know, the yeah. higher, you know, the twelve dollar an hour kid off the street, right? And you know, and that's just part of it. Um, <clears throat> when I uh, started, you know, I came up with auto massage and you know, Pampier ride because I wanted to. I didn't want it to be just detailing. I wanted it to have more of a, um, a personal flair, uh, something that was above detailing, like your car is going to have a spa day or your boat or whatever. Right. Um, <clears throat> I joined the IDA, obviously. I've uh, got my certification, skills validation, um, also Marine certified uh, through the IDA. So, you know, that tells customers right on face value that, you know, this guy's a professional. He knows what he's doing and um, did the uh, education with uh, Mike Phillips. Uh, he's been yep. a fantastic mentor, uh, went through his detailing boot camp and then also went through his boat detailing class in Florida. Um, you, you know, anytime you have the opportunity to educate yourself or mm -hmm. learn something, go learn. Um, don't, you know, stay humble. Don't think that, you know, hey, I'm, you know, Mr. Detailer. I know everything, blah, blah, blah. If you know everything, start a new career. And, <laughs> um, that, that's the way I look at it. And yeah. I'm never, I'm never going to be, I, I don't think I'm the best. But um, what I deliver, you know, as far as like the pricing and stuff goes, you know, I have the education to do it. Um, the signs are on the wall. I've got backing from Dr. Beasley's as an authorized detailer. Uh, and uh, shiny jets uh, certification as well. So it's um, that's a long story, I guess, of um, how I justify those high prices and uh, help sell a customer on a higher right. price by giving them, you know, other options. So interior vinyl coating on their um, vehicle instead of just, you know, addressing. Yeah. Well, and it sounds like you really doubled down on your experience, right? And Absolutely. I think a lot of times people look at training as, I don't really need that, or I've already learned that. And what Rod and I have discovered, you know, in doing these, I mean, every single conversation that we have, we learn something from somebody, yeah. whether they're, Absolutely. you know, nine months in the business or they're 20 years in the business, there's always something that you can glean either as a personal, mm -hmm. you know, improvement or business right. improvement. Well, and, and it's even, you know, from my, my, my background, I, I started working on cars in the oh early eighties and um, was painting cars and restoring cars in the late eighties. And, you know, and I'm, I'm like you, I don't think I'm the best. I'm, I'm real humble about He's my, really good. 
I'm real <laughs> humble about my my skills and everything. But I went to, you know, uh, I go to trainings. We, we get the opportunity to go to trainings a lot. And we've done a lot of the stuff with Rennie Doyle and with the Detail Mafia and um, with some other folks that have that, that have done this for 20 years. I, I got a chance to go to Jason Kilmer's um, Sanding, sanding class, class a, a oh. one day class. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, I don't awesome. even know how to sand it. And it was just, it's unbelievable when you immerse yourself in that, um, yeah. just the value of what you learn. And, you know, it, and that's, that's, there's people out there that, um, you know, I think that's the key is stay humble, stay hungry and always try to improve your craft because, it's an art, you know, I mean, I, a lot it of people is. look at it as a, it, it's a career, but it's actually an art. I mean, taking, taking a, an automobile, a boat, an airplane oh. and massaging it, haha, see what I did there, massaging <laughs> it to make that, to make that finish look better than when you got it. I mean, in a nutshell, sure. that's what we're doing. We're mm-hmm. taking, uh, we're taking a piece of equipment, a boat, a plane, an automobile, a, a lawnmower, an ATV, yeah. people, and you're making it look better than when you got it. And that is, that's yeah. always my goal. I've done, um, <clears throat> like Jody said, I do a lot of automotive stuff. I purchased car number 51 this oh summer. <laughs> um, he thinks he's Jay Leno or uh, Yeah, no, I don't own all of them. <laughs> I don't own all of them. I, I buy and sell all the time. But But when it leaves, it will look better than when it came in. Um, I sold our number 50 to get number 51 <laughs> and it looked way better than when I got it. So that's always my goal is to, you know, leave it better than I found it. Um, I kind of view them as we're just the caretaker of it until we pass it on to somebody yeah, else. Absolutely. So, so, yeah. so talk a little bit because, um, Mike Phillips, I mean, geez, that's a, that's a really, uh, uh Mike Phillips is a big name in the industry. He's been doing this for a hundred years. Primarily, I mean, Mike was into boats before he ever detailed. He was a boat guy. He raced boats and everything. Yeah. So talk about what that training was like. And then what what do you see as the primary difference between boats and cars? Mm. Oh, man. Um, you know, the training, it's invaluable, you, um, especially with, uh, with Mike Phillips uh, training. Uh, there's no sitting down watching PowerPoints. You get there. You start at <laughs> 7.30 in the morning and you go until after five, sometimes six, close to six o'clock and you're running a buffer all day or you're doing something. Uh, and to have that much um, experience and hands-on uh, teaching in a short period of time is invaluable. Yeah. <clears throat> um, as far as the boats go, I honestly, I think boats are easier. Uh, just because, mm. uh, you know, the outside part is you got more to deal with uh, as far as, um, you know, the heavier gel coat or a thicker gel coat. Mm-hmm. So if it's really oxidized. You have the option. You can sand it instead of just sit with a buffer for, you know, four days. Yeah. Um, but uh, the bit, that's the biggest difference I found is, uh, in my opinion, opinion boats are easier because they're just flat and you go um yep. have it's, all these it's, little panels and yeah yeah it's a continuous <laughs> surface it's a solid continuous <laughs> surface as opposed to all these creases and and some of the newer oh, cars yeah. now have these huge outward jetting large crease at the top yeah. where like that that is a perfect spot to burn through the paint that's awesome mm-hmm. you know yeah <laughs> looks great look at, yeah. look at new core <laughs> man i mean 
Oh yeah. I'll, I'll take on a 30 foot RV before I go detail a new Carvette. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's when we were doing um, Jason's Kilmer's training, we were doing, he was sanding on a hood and it was actually a 65 Mustang hood and okay. it has a real sharp crease at the, right in the center of the hood. And so I was sanding and um, you know, we're using two inch little tiny blocks and I was just sanding yep. and I left that, I left that, that high spot, you know, I mean, I, I know enough to, I left the high spot and I was just doing above and below it. And he comes over because there were like six of us. Sanding. Yeah. So he comes over and he goes, who is standing right here? Who is standing right here? And I'm thinking, oh, crap, I did something wrong. Yeah. And he goes, and I go, that that was me. And he goes, okay, why did you do that? And I said, well, I said, I, I you know, had to reveal my secrets. I've been painting cars for a number of years and stuff. Right. Worked in the restoration shop. I said, you don't sand the high spots. They're going to get hit more than anything. You leave it alone. You know, unless there's some orange peel or something, you really have to work out. And he's like, okay, that everybody come look at this. And I thought, wow, that was a really big uh, moment for me. You know, I felt really proud of, you know, mm -hmm. just my experience and knowing I'm going to nail that. It's going to, as soon as I get a polisher, that's hit getting hit twice right. as much. So um, I think a lot of it's equipment, it's knowledge, it's training. Um, and a lot of times I've seen people that can take the crappiest equipment in the world and make something just look perfect. I mean, yeah. they just, they know how to use it. So, um, the, you heard a phrase once is it's not the tool, it's the tool using it. Yeah, uh, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> it. Exactly. Are you calling Rod a tool? <laughs> yes, he is. So what I have another question for you. So, um, you mentioned that, um, <laughs> You know, your wife came up with this pretty innovative idea to co-market, you know, with a similar business, actually a completely yeah. different business, right? Yeah. Flowers and cars. I mean, that seems so diametrically opposed, um, but it's a, a phenomenal idea. What other things have you guys done to get the word out about your business? Um, you know, one of the things, well, was on accident uh, this last uh, June 1st. Um, we had our son's graduation. We were going to, uh, uh, rest and relax and everything. And, uh, our kids got up to go to play practice and work in the morning and our garage was on fire. Oh, oh geez. So, oh, crap. so June 1st, we had a garage fire. Thankfully it didn't get to the house, but, uh, um, that experience, I, you know, again, you take the negatives, you try to find that silver lining and, uh, the company that did the work, the cleanup work for us, um, I worked, I worked with them and then, uh, reached out to the insurance adjusters as well. You know, it's like I had three vehicles that were in our garage, uh, that went through, a, uh, the garage fire. All of them were ceramic coated. I got them cleaned back up and, uh, this cleaning company actually has my information and, you know, they refer business my way to clean up, uh, vehicles for them on an, as needed basis, um, working with the insurance adjusters as well. If um, doing that, uh, there's a body shop in town uh, that does really good quality work. I've uh, coordinated with them because uh, they get people that bring vehicles in or they want, uh, you know, I got this smell, I'm gonna have to replace the whole seat in my car, that kind of thing. And yeah, uh, you know, they refer customers my way, just, you know, hey, just go talk to this guy and he'll get you sorted out. And if he can't do it, then we'll take it on and replace the whole seat or whatever. So um, in, in that aspect of just reaching out to different industries, 
uh, and trying to cross market there. You know, everything's part of a toolbox. Yep. Yeah, I I love that because it's like being creative. Uh, opportunity. I think you know back to what Rod says. You know, a lot of times things happen and we label ourselves as a failure. Or we, you know, oh man, why am I doing this? And you took a horrible experience of having a fire and going, hey, how can I extend my business into other industries and cooperate with people? I I think that's really genius. Yeah, it helps. It. it um, yeah, <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. And I think it's, I think a lot of it is just a perspective. It's a way that you think about it. Yes. I mean, absolutely. Um, you know, I look at things like that. I mean, when we have something that comes up, my immediate thought is, uh, my wife's like, I, you know, you you try to fix it. You always try to fix it. And I'm like, well, that's, that's what my brain does. If there's a problem, it's like, how do I fix this problem? What do I need to do? What are the steps right. we need to go through? Um, when a lot of times I think people will have something negative that happens and they just, they kind of sit in it and they just kind of swim around in that negativity in it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's sometimes that happens as a human, you're going to do that, but, but it's like, yeah. okay, now what do I do need to get out of this? Cause I don't like being here. I don't want to stay here. I want to get out of this. And how do I learn from that so that it doesn't happen again? I yeah. think, uh, in, when I was in, um, auto mechanics, uh, years and years ago, old enough that it was actually in my high school. There was an auto mechanics course in high school. Awesome. And the uh, the auto mechanics instructor, his name was Ray Adkins. I will remember him forever. Missing fingers, grumpy old guy would grab you by the shirt if you're doing something wrong. He told everybody, he said, everybody gets one fire. You get one and you better learn from it. Yeah. And so um, anybody that had an under the hood fire or anything like that in mechanics, you know, he kind of was like, that's your get out of jail free card. You get one. Here's the fire extinguisher. If it happens again, you got a problem. Right. And uh, and I've had one. And that is the last time that'll happen. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so so looking back, you know, if you were to do it over again, what would you have done differently or what have you learned in the process that you think would be helpful for other business owners? Um, well, probably, you know, do a lot of research. Uh, I didn't do enough research, I think, when I started. <clears throat> and just your, uh, the demographics in the area and, uh, you know, see where you're going to fit in. Because I just, I jumped in as a, a car detailer. And, you know, obviously they were already around here, but uh, researching more on what's needed uh, that I've learned over the last year than I didn't know when I started. <clears throat> yeah. that, that's interesting. I don't, I don't think that we've had anybody in the last two years, you know, comment about researching the market. <clears throat> you know, I think most people have a passion, a desire they're going through a job layoff or whatever. And they're like, Oh, I, this is my hobby. I can do that. You know, but I don't think I've ever heard anybody say, you know, actually do some research about mm-hmm. the opportunities and the nits that you p- potentially could fit in. Because I know like when I went out and I was scrolling through all your stuff and, you know, you mm-hmm. promote, you know, airplanes, RVs, boats, right. cars, motorcycles. And you reached out to me and said, yeah, I'm not doing planes anymore or not trying to do it because trying to get into that is a real challenge. 
And understanding that going in can really help you hone your marketing message. Mm -hmm. Right. And for for me, um, with the aircraft, I did the training uh, with uh, Brett Berry and Shiny Jets out in uh, California back in March. And uh, for me, the reason I wanted aircraft was because we have the top aircraft or uh, air airplane school in the nation up here in North Dakota, UND Aerospace. Mm. And there's a huge market opportunity there uh, for me, but it's a, um, it's an even bigger door to knock down. And just getting a foot in the door is I had one meeting with the uh, ops manager out there and uh, gotten an email back and forth (laughs) from uh, one of the uh, maintenance techs. But, uh, Obviously, you know, they have people that come in and they have for years. So having somebody yeah. that's three miles away, <clears throat> that's brand new, come work on a, a you know, a six figure airplane, for example, you know, that's a scary proposition. Yeah. 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 We did. We had an opportunity like that once and uh, a number of people from the industry, um, we we got a door knocked on and we actually went to the Porsche experience. Porsche experience in California. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, it was worth the trip down there, but that was the same similar situation. <laughs> Getting that door knocked down for, for Porsche North America was, was quite extreme. It was a fun trip. I'd go do it again, but he went, he, he left me behind. Of course. <laughs> <Yep>. so. <laughs> that, 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 that's the way it rolls. So usually we're together, but sometimes uh, he's like, go away. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the naughty list. See that's ya. right. That's what did you do? Sometimes it just, it just works that out way. that way. We're usually we're always together. So yeah. And we, and we have some really fun things coming up in 2022. Um, we're, we're going to be on the road a bit. Yeah, and uh, so speaking of 2022, what do you have in store and planned? Um, right now, I've got uh, one class lined up. I'm going to go to the Future of Detailing down at Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, that's being hosted by Dr. Beasley's. Um, I've got, there's a trade show up here every year called the Men's Show. So all the uh, local watercraft, uh, you know, boat, campers, RVs, uh ice castles that kind of stuff there's a big vendor show for that and i've got a table there so i'm going to try uh market to some of the businesses and uh, there's a lot of people there that have toys they like to spend money on their toys so i'm gonna get a table there for a three-day event um see if i can get some business that way good nice that's awesome to uh try to get some more boats and uh, some aluminum polishing. Nice. Well, that's always fun. Wear a mask. Oh, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> so 2022, what we have coming up, if you notice the scroller at the bottom of the screen right now, we've been right. nominated for Detail Supplier of the Year. It's the first time a software company has been nominated. Thank yeah, you. It's we're, real, we're real, humble yeah, real honored, humbling experience. So. so please, everybody that's seeing this, go out to the IDA's uh page we got the link down below and go vote uh for detail supplier of the year road fs um help us you know promote this it's the industry's come a long way yeah Uh, and then we're going to be doing some stuff we may be actually out of the country contiguous 48 states and being in some other stuff um but lots of stuff coming up mte we're both doing a speaking engagement um we got a couple of booths there 
uh, Road FS Detail Memoirs is nominated for a do- another award for um, a podcast award. So yes. we're going to be doing that. So we're we're going to be all over the place. I uh, got some stuff lined up. Like I was talking to you earlier about Mike. There's a uh, we're doing a series on reconditioning of my personal truck. Um, PNS, eyewash detailing, the rag company. A lot of people are involved in that. So we're going to be doing Very that cool. as well. So 2022 is going to be a busy year already. Yep. So awesome. Before we bounce, oh, yeah. uh, we're going to give away a we little are, Christmas yeah, gift. La- our so. last giveaway of the year. We, we're pulling the uh, some stuff out. We got a, a set of the Reflection Artist Buff and Shine Very pads. Cool. Uh, big thank you to all the guys at uh, Buff and Shine. Um, Clint Hentz especially has been really awesome to work with. We've gotten to know Clint a lot better over the last year, year and a half, and he is a phenomenal guy. They've got a phenomenal product. Um, the buff and shine pads are fantastic. We've used them yes. and abused the crap out of I them on Air Force One uh, and, and on our personal stuff. So we're going to give away one of these Reflection Artist kits. That's our last giveaway of the year. Awesome. Mr. Cedric, please do All the right. honors. We'll do the honors. All <laughs> right, let's see who we got here. And it is uh, end, end. I can't say it. Into details. details. Diana, Diana Balboni, one of our favorite that people. That is awesome. So, Diana, we're going to send you. We're going to send you some pads. Um, I love Diana. She's yeah, awesome. she's one of our favorite people. You talk about interior, interior ninja. Yeah. She is right up there, man. Along with uh, Diana. So. For 2022, we are going to hopefully have some more giveaways. Um, to get involved, you need to subscribe. Have all your friends and neighbors subscribe to our channel, and uh, we'll see what kind of uh, giveaways we're going to have. Uh, Merry Christmas, Anthony, and guys out at JNL. Thank you very much. And Mike, we really appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you in person at one of these events. Uh, if you're in the area where Mike is at, look him up at Auto Massage. And, uh, so how do people find you, Mike? Um, I'm on the World Wide Web, uh, automassagellc.com, or uh, i got Facebook and Instagram as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being our guest. We well, thank want you for to having you. me. Yeah, we yep. want to wish you and your wife a Merry Christmas and all of you that tune in. Merry Christmas. Hopefully you have a fantastic weekend. Um, I know I'm looking forward to it, so if yep. you can't tell. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, guys. Merry Christmas to you as well. Yep, thank Merry you. Good. And thank we you, will check you guys same time, same bad channel, just next, next week. week. See ya. Thanks a lot. See ya.